This is the first episode of my podcast, The Legend of PJ Famicom. On this show, I have my computer randomly pick songs from my solo albums, and I explain them a little bit and play the song for you. So here goes. This is the first song of my first episode, Tommy the Redwood Part 1, from my 2005 album, The Good Lord Sent a Whale to Swallow Me. This is a fun album because it is my only solo album that wasn't recorded and mixed by me personally. It was recorded and mixed by my friend Nash Bruce with the company of Daniel Bishop, who are both in the highly esteemed Illinois band Slingshot 57. 2005 was a very special time for my Super Famicom project because there were a lot of emo and Christian bands driving around the state uh, with a lot of fun young fans. Lucky for me, I was pretty well aligned with what they were doing, and while I played solo, I, at that point, had enough performing experience to hold my own playing at churches and all-age venues with those bands, and I had enough of a niche sort of twee aspect to entice young kids who had mostly only been exposed to the earlier scenester bands and Christian bands like that. And I was very lucky to be able to consistently share a stage with young musicians who were heads above me. Anyway, Tommy the Redwood is a two-part song, and it's a story about a tree whose family is all cut down, but he is left alone and becomes very depressed. Tommy the Redwood Part 1, however, is instrumental, so you probably won't catch any of that story this time. It's on The Good Lord Sent a Whale to Swallow Me, which was a cool album. It came with a coloring book drawn and printed by me. I no longer have that coloring book, and I don't have the titles to a lot of those songs. If you do have said coloring book and song titles, please contact me, and I will give you a very strong shout-out. Okay, anyway, let's check out this jam. Track two for today is called Weird. It's from my eight-part album, The Wandering Floret. It's actually on part eight of The Wandering Floret. In 2008, this was a point in my life when I wasn't driving, but still planning and doing tours and seeing plenty of my old friends and the DIY community that was around back then. 
No surprise, I was notoriously a pretty weird guy. I remember when I finished recording this song, I played it for Evan Gornick, who was in the Winslows with me, and I remember him just saying, Man, you are a really weird dude. But yeah, this song was recorded when I lived with the other members of the Winslows and Wesley Durden at 165 MLK in St. Augustine. We were legit enough to have a band room where I recorded the Wandering Floor at Octology. At the time, I was recording with an MXL condenser mic into a Behringer mixer into my half-disassembled e-machine PC that I got as a high school graduation present. Most days, I would get home from work at the bagel shop, put on a burnt DVD of The Office, and play Matt's guitar until I pretty much had a song, and then go record it. I think it sounds pretty good. If you listen really close, you can hear the crickets or whatever is going on behind the vocal track. So yeah, let's check it out. just pick which songs are going on this show. This next song is called I'm Not Worth Anything. 
It was on my 2007 CD called Texas, which was more or less a compilation of different sessions I had done in different places. It was released on a very small run of CDRs by a Kansas City label called Red Chair Records. I remember uh, Austin Swearingen and Jonathan Brokaw being involved with it. I don't know if they ran the label. It was a long time ago. Anyway, this particular song was recorded at a house called The Lattice of Coincidence in Bloomington, Indiana. At the time, I had just finished a tour with My Bicycle Emergency and Nice and Friendly in the Northeast. We brought my computer and monitor and whole recording set up on tour so that I could have all that stuff with me in Bloomington, which was where our last show was. The plan was for me to engineer and mix some songs for Jenny as a Boy and a whole album for Tiny Folk. It was a pretty amazing stay I had at that house. Adam from Jenny as a Boy was away on tour for most of my stay, and I beat Final Fantasy VII. Also, I managed to record about ten of my own songs. Life was very good. No wonder I was singing snotty songs about how I wasn't looking for love. This song was made sort of during the tail end of my miniature guitar slapping and fake accent singing phase. As you will hear on other tracks from the Texas album recorded at different times, my vocals sound quite different from one song to another. Anyway, let's just rock this jam. Oh, you better go to school. Yeah, you better go to school Cause you can't think on your own And it takes two salary checks from middle class homes Oh, you better get a job Yeah, you better get a job And you better get paid Cause your work ain't worth shit if you don't get paid not marry me Yeah, you better not marry me Cause I won't even ask I'd rather see you keep your middle class No, you better not marry me Yeah, you better not marry me Cause I can't afford the ring your parents don't pay for our wedding Folded and Dared That's what this next song is called It's from my 2011 tape titled Punishing the Faithful uh, 2011 was a pretty tough time In a way I had felt very let down by my community of friends and musicians I moved back to Illinois to stay with my parents for a while because I needed a little bit of comfort and security. I hadn't expected most of my old Illinois friends to end up the way they had, so I spent a lot of time alone or with my family. I spent a lot of time trying to figure myself out, and I wasn't playing any shows, even though so many people seemed to 
have liked my album The Bottom, which I thought was awesome too, but this song is sort of an introspective story of my first romance and how my quirks and disorderly way of being has prevailed and transpired into everything I do. This track was recorded in my parents' basement with my Kramer Striker guitar and a Crate GFX 212 amp. The bass was Yamaha that I was allowed to take home in turn for playing in the church band. Included with that was a Fender Rumble amp. I think it had an 8-inch speaker. Anyway, I really tried to make the sample drum sound real on this album, but, you know, I don't know if that's ever possible. So even though the track does sound a little wonky, I think it's pretty good. Pretty good song. I was trying to get over making everything extreme or snotty or weird or make a statement. I was just trying to focus on making songs that were true to myself, that could actually be performed live with just a guitar in my voice. So I think that was achieved with a bit of a grungy fashion. I remember at the time I was really getting into the band Eric's Trip, so I don't know if you'll hear any of that influence. A lot of times I have inspirations, influences, but all my songs just end up sounding like my songs, so that's probably good. Anyway, alright, hope you enjoy it. I woke up at eight and called you still in bed. The guitar worried and called out. I thought the devil was taking hold of my heart with his cold It was miserable and I just had to know that you also loved me more than any concrete thing forever Yeah. 
next track is pretty fun. I don't know that it ever had a title, which is pretty Kvolt, and Kvolt isn't something I was really privy to back then. At the start of my 2007 two-month tour with Red Bear, we played some coffee shop in Fort Wayne with Toby Foster and Ben Latch. I know there is a video somewhere online of me playing that weird show. It was fun. After the gig, we stayed at the Fahrenheit house. That's what it was called. All four of us musicians and our friend Anna. I had brought my four-track for the tour because two months is far too long to go without recording any tracks. So that night, us four songwriters decided to record a four-way split on my four-track recorder. I had been very accustomed to staying up until morning. It didn't really matter since I didn't drive. With that in mind, I decided to record my songs for the split last. This is the last song that was recorded that night. I got everyone to sing backup vocals while they were laying on the floor and the couch trying to sleep. Lyrically, I was referencing a zine I wrote. The zine was PJ Zine number two. I had made a lot of indirect comments brutalizing. I had made a lot of indirect comments brutally criticizing the normalities of my normal friends and ex-girlfriends. Hopefully, the lyrics to this weird song set everything right. Oh, oh, oh. 
Well, okay, that was it for my first episode of my first podcast, and I hope you liked it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, on the next episode, I'm going to play some songs from Emily Songs 2 and The Bottom and The Diamond Rainbow and A Thousand Moving Lights. So please check it out. Thanks. <laughs>